Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're... Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be talking about holiday music. Um, Do we like it? Do we dislike it? Spoiler alert, we like it. We love it. Um, But Well, Dominic may differ. To to help us join in, to help us discuss this topic, though, because there are uh, quite a, a handful of people out there who despise holiday music. And um, well, there's I'm not also sure a handful. Of, there, well, there's not just a handful. Actually. But there might be a lot of people. I'm actually. not sure if our guest despises it or if he dislikes it immensely or what. <laughs> or maybe what, he. Bear, hold what, on. Or maybe uh, he. It's you're acting as if it's just a complete polar opposites. He might okay like <laughs> some. We'll he find might dislike out his some. feelings on it. And our special guest today is the one and only Dominic Mercurio. Hello. Yes, I am here Hi. to give Dominic my is. Uh, Dominic has joined us on a couple of other ones. Um, he also hosts... He co-hosts a, uh, co-hosts podcast a podcast called Totally Tell Me. Called Totally Tell Me. It, they, it's a weekly uh, review podcast, essentially, of, of Usually movies. Usually movies, and some, yeah. Sometimes movies, TV shows. Sometimes um, TV shows, and their lives as well. Their love, live life in the sweet hair after, really. <laughs> yeah. And he's also the drummer of the band Foxtails Brigade, based in Oakland, California. Your sister's and, band. Uh, and is a... Yeah, our sister's band, too, actually. And he also directs films, uh, in particular... Music videos, actually. Music videos. Well, that's still Check film, out his work, think. actually. Yeah, I so. highly recommend checking out his uh, his music video work, especially. Um, you can just catch that on YouTube. Uh, just type in Dominic Mercurio. It'll probably show up, right? Yeah, DominicMercurio.com. You can see it all there. There you go. There you go. And then when's this actually... When's this posting? Is it this We're week? posting uh, this on Saturday. Saturday, most likely. Yeah. Well, if you happen to be in the Bay Area uh, on the 14th uh, at the Roxy Theater, um, my next music video is going to be doing like a sneak peek screening there. So right. basically months before it's going to be out online, it's going to be showing there. So stop. Man, I, I, what what I band is that for? Bell's oh, Atlas. that's for Bell's Atlas. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised. It, it's actually taken a, quite a while for this to come out. You shot <laughs> it, it a while ago, Yeah, right? we shot it like six months ago in the desert. That's crazy. Uh, Southern California desert. Um, and I only just finished like the edit maybe a month ago. Oh, really? Is it color corrected? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I, maybe I finished the edit maybe two months ago and then it got oh, color, okay. fully color corrected gotcha. about a month ago. It's been fully done for about a month. But gotcha. yeah, it they can sometimes take a while, and I think this one just took a while, just just because I I knew there was no real time limit, and so I was taking my time with like making edits and then taking a break from it for a while to just get some perspective. And so, is yeah. it like um, a very involved music video? I mean, or maybe you just don't you want to spoil anything? Check it out. <laughs> I definitely will not be saying anything like plot wise, but it is another narrative music driven. Uh, sorry, oh, it's a narrative-driven music video. I like I, I like, like the narrative-driven like <laughs> videos. Um, but I will say, like, uh, I don't know, music videos are just cool in general. It doesn't yeah, have to yeah, necessarily yeah. be narrative-driven. Oh, totally, but, no. You know, um, like like that music video festival that we went to, there were a couple cool ones that weren't necessarily narrative-driven. They were just... Oh, yeah. Like that, that one... Um, what was that one that was, like, it was really short? 
Yes, um, but the bus with the bus. Yeah, the bus one. Oh my yeah. god, I love that. I don't one. even that, really yeah. know what was going on, but it was, it was kind great. Of cool, a viscer- viscerally a cool thing. It know? just right. it had a great feeling to it, and it was very Lynchian. But for people who haven't seen it, which is everyone but us, right? Everyone, <laughs> <but> us. <laughs> right, right. Well, and and, and right. the people that were at that that festival, right? Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> uh, including uh, your friend Dakota, actually. Yes, we're right. Play yeah. board games with him soon. Actually, we invited him to play board games uh, last night. But oh. he was moving last night, unfortunately. Otherwise, he would have been available. Oh, awesome! Oh, yeah, you gotta get you gotta get Dakota on on here. Oh yeah, yeah. whoa, yeah, we, oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we keep meaning to have a. I uh, see him at Trader Joe's all the time. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, used yeah. to right. see him at Trader Joe's in the Bay Area, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, since we are plugging things, Max and I have our, a big show coming up in uh, a little over a week. Our next. Vintage Basement with Max and Nikki show. It's like on, a week and a half. Uh, it's on uh, Monday, December 18th, 18th. Um, at 9 p.m. Uh, in the East Village in Manhattan, New York, uh, under St. Mark's Theater. And we got a great lineup. We got Julio Torres, who's a writer on SNL. We got Sam Jay, who also is a writer on SNL. Um, we have... Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam Morrill. Sam Morrill, who is has got us uh, on hour, Conan. He's got times. he's got an hour long special coming up on Comedy Central, actually. And uh, the final we have comment, Will Miles. We have as well. Will Miles, who's a writer for the Chris Gethard Show, and we have a surprise guest, possibly who's possibly ninety five percent sure, and it's a big one. It's it's a very popular comic, but we can't and quite announce it just our, yet. Keeping our fingers crossed. Keeping our that fingers one. crossed that. That that ninety five percent is going to pull through, um, so we'll be able to announce that on the next podcast. Um, we'll we'll announce it on on Monday or Tuesday though via so the internet. So keep looking but on where can you get tickets? Your social media. Um, this could potentially be another sold out show. No, couldn't. Be. It will be a sold out. You know, show. we we've had the trend where people um, these shows have been selling out, and people end up standing in line to get tickets and not able to get in because they decide not to get tickets beforehand. And so we had to turn them away at the door, unfortunately. So the lesson to be learned from that is buy your tickets now. In advance. Um, Or else you'll be caught out in the snow, actually. It might snow. You you can get your tickets at maxandnicky.com or horsetrade.info. Again, that's maxandnicky.com or horsetrade.info. Okay. And Dominic, um, as you probably have guessed because you listen to our podcast uh, pretty frequently. Um, we're just going to recap a little bit about the season finale of Curb Your Enthusiasm as we've been talking about Curb Enthusiasm for the past uh, 10 weeks. And um, this is the season finale. And uh, right. let's talk mm-hmm. about I don't know if you watch Curb Enthusiasm, uh, Dominic. No, but uh, you may proceed. But, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like these recaps for Kirby Enthusiasm have been fairly short compared to other shows. They have, you guys are really sticking to those times. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so spoiler alert for whoever's listening. Yeah. Dominic, I don't know if you care that we're spoiling things. <laughs> no, but, no, I, um, it's all good. I, by the time I get around to watching it, I'll probably forget the details. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> this episode of Kirby Enthusiasm was quite funny. It was I pretty must darn say, funny. There was some I very say. funny things in it. The whole I, idea of like, uh, having an apology or, or thank you that's commensurate with the... Uh, commensurate. 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 Commensurate with the... Um, Come on it. The action, the gesture um, was a funny idea. 
and uh, the thank just, you apology. The, yeah, but it was just funny how. Uh, and I thought actually, Ma- Ma- Lin Manuel Miranda did a really good job. Yeah, actually, yeah, I he did he a, really a funny, funny job, job actually. Yeah. Um, it was Marty Funkhauser in the beginning of the episode. He doesn't give a very heartfelt. S- Apology, <laughs> and so the next time he comes late to dinner, he apologizes. He over apologizes. Overly, overtly apologizes. Larry David just is so into his apology. He's like, "Are you kidding? I don't even care that you're late. Like, I love that apology. You know." And he's like, he gives him a hug because it was so. He's like, it was he's like, like, this is this is. I wish I was recording this right now so I could show people what an apology should look like. <laughs> it was so funny because it seemed like he came in being. Uh, almost facetious in his apology it was because it was so overt but it just turned into like it seemed like based on larry's reaction it almost seemed sincere based on his reaction to it and it just became this thing that he was very thankful and his thank (laughs) he was so thankful for that apology and they started like (laughs) shaking hands it was very funny very funny funny. i mean you know the show is largely improvised and I, I think that was that like that an was, improv gold right there. That was improv gold, that, that scene. Yeah. Um, there were lots There's of funny There's another things. part that, like, uh, the, spa- the soon-to-be spouse, the, the groom of the wedding that was happening, her, his parents were deaf. They're deaf. And, and the, the, guy, the dad, his expressions on his face are so funny. They're like, so God, subtle. What is that actor? You know who that I actor I don't know. Is? I feel like I've seen him before, but he is such a good actor. He's playing this... Uh, deaf character. I don't know that he's deaf in real life, but he's he was very very funny. He's really funny. They do this thing where they decide they want uh, an interpreter, a deaf in, a deaf uh, interpreter for the musical fatwa, which is which is what Larry Larry's going to be putting, doing. putting on with, with Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel Miranda's idea is to have a, a sign language interpreter, and Larry's like. It's going to be so distracting. I mean, and, come on. And so they Let's do just have select re- performances. They that try had- it during a rehearsal, and they bring in the interpreter, and the interpreter is very well endowed. It's a female. It's a female. Who's very well endowed. Yeah. And it's very distracting yeah, for and everybody. All the, all the men. Because she's just on the side of the stage. Right. And all the men are just like the director's not even paying attention to the scene when they're rehearsing, and it's just so funny. And and uh, so basically, the, Larry's telling Max, the story. Gotta, let's 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 hurry this up. Okay. Anyway, Larry's <laughs> telling the story at a party, and the the deaf guy over here over sees sees the him talking about of it. Big breasts, big breasts, you know, and the 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 gesture right, for and that. He, because he has the idea, he's like, oh, maybe we should hire this woman. He's like, he he's thinks, kind of a pervert. He's in kind a way. of a pervert, but he tells us, like, oh, maybe we should hire a sign language interpreter for the wedding. <laughs> and this he hires woman that lady. comes, but his expression about finding out about like this woman with big breasts is really funny. It's like, really funny. He's like really into it. It's just, it's very, very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> um, but in, the whole episode was funny in general. Um, I will say, how did I feel about the whole season in general? It had its ups and downs. Um, I feel like it wasn't my favorite season. Wasn't my favorite season. It progressively got better as the season went on. I feel, um, but that said, it was not my favorite season. Um, I'd say probably uh, the season where the blacks come, the 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 family called the blacks, who were the <laughs> Hurricane Katrina survivors, right? Uh, who also happened to be be black, <laughs> right? Um, that was probably the that best was probably season. the funniest. Season. The, the way that season ended could have been could have been a, the last a series season, finale. Could have been it, the series. Finale. It was so perfect. The yeah, end of that season. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, um, but still funny, and uh, especially this last episode. I thought, and was very funny. Uh, yeah, just uh, 
still going strong after all these years, I, I feel. Uh, um, and will there be another season? Who knows? Uh, let's hope I for hope one. so. I, I'd like to think that um, they end the series with an actual finale, even if it's like maybe a special, maybe they, the, they end the series the way they started with a one, one hour documentary style special, actually. Right. Um, anyway, anyway, that's enough that's about enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Let's get on with Let's our get main topic down at hand. Business, which is holiday music, holiday music. What do we think about it? Obviously we are, we already told you that Max and I, Love holiday music. Not well, every single kind. Not every but single holiday song. We Some love of them the, I, I, I can see being a little saccharine and a little bit too overly cheery in a way. But, but I will say there's a good amount of holiday music that I just love. I love. I look forward. That's one of the things I look forward to about the holidays in general is the music, the holiday I music. I guess part of it is that I don't get to listen to that throughout the whole... Well, you could, but you don't listen to that throughout the whole year. You wait until so after you Thanksgiving. Really get, I mean... Except for the radio, certain radio stations, you know, repeating, you know, like maybe Career 301 might do that in Los Angeles. They might repeat. All right. Okay. Okay. But, uh, but you know, you don't. Okay, Max. Okay. Uh, what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear what Dominic has. Okay. I'm just right. saying, I was just going to finish the point is, you know, you don't, you don't live with that throughout the whole year. So you're, you can't really get sick of it totally you know I dominic guess. I don't well if it's what so, are your thoughts if it's so good why don't you listen to it year-round i'm just curious well because it is specific to a time of the year you it know? is it's, it's not really a, a repro- i mean you can so, you can it, it's you it's, certainly it's, can it's about yeah you can uh-huh, it's uh-huh. but it really is about looking forward to that time of the season and that music kind of brings out the cheer the so-called holiday cheer or the warmth uh-huh. the holiday the warmth, warmth. Dominic, thoughts. Now, is it just the lyrics that make it so seasonal to you, or do you truly feel like it is the arrangement? No, there is a particular the- production well, quality. No, hold, hold, and, on, and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold because, on. Because uh, it's interesting you're I'm asking prying, this, Dominic. I'm prying, I'm prying. It's interesting you're asking this, because I wanted to get your thoughts, but if you're asking first, might as well get into it. I will say that... There are certain holiday songs that there's a production quality to it. There's an instrumentation, uh-huh. a, you know, you, you'll hear bells and things like that. Uh-huh. That but might be not, commensurate with ho- the holidays themselves. But I will say that's not entirely true for every holiday song. One such song, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs, is called It Must Have Been the Mistletoe. And the lyrics are have to do with the holiday season, but... Uh, the music, the you can just play it on. I, there are not very many recordings of this song, but it's one of my favorite songs. It, it was in a Christmas uh, book, like a Christmas music book that we had growing up for the piano. Mm-hmm. And um, we we discovered it because our older brother started playing it on the piano before, and we realized how good of a song it was. It had nothing to do with the arrangement because he's just playing it on the piano. Yeah. But <clears throat> the lyrics right. are really, really good, and the melody is really good. And... Um, but if the lyrics were replaced by just regular lyrics that were not didn't have to do with a holiday song, it still would be a great song nonetheless. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like so th- this is my whole argument for people who hate on uh, Christmas music is that mm-hmm. you can take certain songs like "It Must Have Been the Mistletoe" and if you just change the lyrics, it will not be a holiday song, and therefore uh, all you're you're saying is that. In that case, you hate 
the lyrics specifically because they have to do the holidays, which I don't think that that's why people dislike holiday music. Right. I think it's more for the production and maybe it's the saturation, oversaturation during the holidays that that's why they don't like it. Right. I don't know. Maybe there's certain cheeriness but, to it. I don't know. But also, here's another thing, though. It Actually, most holiday music, I mean, it started with caroling, really, which had no real, I mean, the production of that would be just the live, the live acapella-ness of it, I guess. That's the production of it, I guess. You know? mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, thoughts, thoughts Dominic. Dominic. Yeah, I, I mean... I want to hear what you... Yeah. Um, what are my overall feelings on Christmas music? Yes. I would say... Uh, I would never really choose to listen to Christmas music. What? Because you, you said before that you hated Christmas music. I think you've changed your mind a little bit. Maybe, you know, maybe I have grown as a man since we've last spoken about this. <laughs> grown as you, a, a young... Well, you've grown, grown, grown from boy say, to man. You've grown I could from have. a boy to... From boys uh, to men. Adolescent. From boys, boys to, to men. Boy, you, you um, want... You, yeah, you, you have the Z in there now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do I hate it? I don't know if I hate it. Uh, I just... I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> like Interesting. I, uh-huh. like well, I don't. Okay, uh, I'm not going to be seeking out some holiday music. I'm not going to like. What uh, about it? Uh, uh, I'm not really in the Christmas mood this year, which is a song that our sister Thor wrote Brigade, yeah. by yeah. Voxos Brigade. What do you think of that song? Well, I mean, that's a great song. I mean, I think uh-huh. like because uh, you know. relate to sadness a lot more, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'd like. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of some Christmas songs in preparation quick, for this, in preparation quick, H for this, but uh, if Laura, if Laura, oh, I speaking of preparation H, but uh, <laughs> we could, no, no, we could, but um, Laura, I want to point out that our friend last night said that it, uh, I'm not really in the Christmas mood this year is her absolute favorite Christmas song. Wow, that's awesome. So, if Laura, if you're listening, that's a very high praise. Beautiful, congrats, um, congrats, it, it, congrats. It is, it sh- that is, it is a, should be a standard. I think it's Nobody a great song. listening could is see that? Dominic just now, but he did the snap <laughs> finger thing. That was very like, do that. like yeah. campfire-esque. If, if you yeah, have it's, the chance, it's actually audience, like a poetry kind of thing. It's a poetry. Oh, poetry reading. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Audience, if you have the chance, I highly recommend going out on YouTube and looking up, or, or any very streaming sites, look up... I'm not really in the Christmas mood this year by Foxtel's Brigade or Laura Weinbach, depending on the uh, site you look at. But Dominic, continue. Now, yeah. Now, is that song um, a few of my favorite things or whatever? Dun, my dun, favorite dun, things. Dun, it's called dun, My Favorite dun, Things. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Is that uh-huh. a Christmas song? Well, it was initially not a Christmas no, song. Well, it was made for the musical The Sound of Music. But over the years, it's become a holiday classic because it has to do with naming a lot of things that one might expect during the holidays. Yeah, exactly. Uh Like silver white winters that melt into spring or... Yeah, that's a cool uh, line. That's a cool... See, the thing with that song, I like that. that. I I like that song. It's a very good song. Now, I don't know if that's a traditional holiday Christmas kind of song, but... Right. It's not... It's got cool lyrics to me, like what you just said. I I never remember the specific lyrics or whatever, but the way that the words flow are cool to me. Uh, the oh, melody it's is cool well, I mean, me. it's you had Rodgers and Hammerstein, which are you know the ultimate team. The, you know, they were the sound of music is one of the best musicals of all time. I think. Well, those those they, yeah, I, I haven't mean, seen it. Oscar Hammerstein the third. Oh my! Oh my <laughs> God! Don't say that Dominic. in front of Laura. I already Laura, did, and she and she like nearly 
flipped the goddamn she table. You. She, it was she almost castrated me. Yeah, it was really intense. Dominic, you must see. You know what? You should this do a totally tell said. me. This is what she you said. You should do a totally tell me. That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh, can said. we? Okay, I want to be on that be, episode. <laughs> we're gonna be in San Francisco. Can we do it with that? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're yeah, gonna, yeah, we're, we're that. gonna be in San Francisco uh, for the new year. Please, let's can we be it. on an episode of Totally Tell Me? Yeah, well, well, of course, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, I already talked about that with yeah, Laura, yeah, but oh, yeah. we all will be. Oh, do you have but, my permission? Well, yes, now you do. Now you do. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course, you guys are gonna be on the podcast. You can't right, but anyway. Um, because yeah. we haven't been on your podcast yet. No, actually, I know. Which is uh, interesting. Well, we just like to do it. We like a real intimate, like. Oh no! You know, I get, get the, I get the, the whole. I get the whole thing. Yeah, I understand yeah. it. I understand it. And plus, also, like, it. Uh, it might get a little crowded. You know. Well, not necessarily. I guess four is not too much. We did that before with Lauren Anton. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Anyway, what are you talking about? No, not nothing. Forget, <laughs> no. forget what I'm saying. Crowded? What? No, well, because actually Lauren and I were discussing uh, even the possibility of having Brent and Doug Lawson hop and us two on the same episode. But oh. then we decided, no, maybe we should split that into two different episodes. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, well, anyway, it's we're, not a we're lot getting off topic here. But, <laughs> yeah. Brent anyway, has, Brent has multiple, yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, lyrics. You no, like the lyrics to my favorite to, Yeah, and then the other, the other holiday song... Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. Ukrainian bell carol. Oh, do you know that our older brother did a parody of that song, and it goes like this: "Sucking a dick, sucking a dick, yeah, I've heard it. Sucking a dick, yeah, no, I've heard it. Yeah, it's funny. It's a funny. Yeah, it is funny. Right. So that's just an instrumental, right there. Well, no, no, there's lyrics. There's there's lyrics. I think there's lyrics. Well, there's vocals in it. Yeah, you're right. They're saying some shit. I don't know. They're saying some shit. Oh, maybe you're right. Merry, merry, merry merry Christmas. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. But you know what? It's but here's the thing, though. It's not. uh, It's not uncommon for it to just be played instrumentally. Actually, though, that song. Um, Perhaps so. But anyways, the point is, I like the melody of that. That's cool. That that has a chord of sort of. Okay, so you that has a sort of a a, an interesting. Slightly somber tone, actually. So yeah, you that's seem what to I like. like. It's these dark. traditional it's, things. It's dark. Yeah, I, you like I imagine that you would like uh, Green well, Sleeves, which um, was not originally a Christmas song, but it became um, it, it became uh, what is it? Uh, what child is this? Which is a Christmas song, mm-hmm. um, but it's the same melody. It's an instrumental. They just called it something differently. Oh, then uh, sure, I probably uh, like it. Green, yeah. green I love the is, melody. Is really what I like about that. Do you, so do you know Green Sleeves? It's, it's Maybe not. Da, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Great. I mean, that's oh, a that's oh, a music my ears song. right now. Oh, beautiful. Literally beautiful, speaking, you guys, beautiful. Oh, thank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did a more of the uh, the poetry beat beatnik snapping. Right. Which is, yeah. Yeah. I love so, that. But, I mean, but beyond those songs. Maybe there's like one or two more that I'm just not thinking of right now. Well, I'll be home for Christmas. You shot Laura doing that one. Yeah, yeah but last I'm, year. I'm like a little bit whatever on that, to be honest. Really? It's so good. Oh, the lyrics. It's so Dominic, sad. It's so sad. Oh, it's so sad. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It may be so that it's sad, but to me, it's just. But not, you like sadness. I do you love sadness. sadness. I love darkness. I love sadness. You love darkness. You love sadness. You know, I'm just a, a just a, I'm just a sad dark person you know what i mean no it's really but i do tend to i do tend to gravitate in art to things that have a certain sadness to them the leftover six feet under obviously yeah um 
all my favorite things. movies of this year are like very dark films. I would say Mother, but Mother, yeah. Well, during our well, by the way, I haven't I, I haven't listened to your latest episode yet, but real real quick, just. What did you think about no, the Nikki, three billboards? No, Nikki, come on, just listen movie. to anyway, the sorry, episode. Sorry. That's all you need to do. Nikki, nay, yay or nay, nay just bump real quick, yay or nay. It's like a most, it's like a leaning towards nay. Oh, okay, wow, okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Enough said, enough said. Enough said, Okay, yeah. enough said. In any hoot, <laughs> in any hoot. Um, did Laura feel the same way? Never mind, I'll, I'll find out, I'll find you out. You will find out. There's it's also an interesting a few, conversation. There's also, um, now this always brightens up my or mood in, mm-hmm. in, in a warm way, um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Now that's that's basically it's a lot of it. It's instrumental and it's jazz actually. It's jazz, but it has mm-hmm. a certain association with Christmas, just basically purely on the fact that it was in a Charlie Brown Christmas. Actually. But there's also and also there is a certain manner in which he's playing that evokes a holiday kind of cheer. Uh-huh. Sort of. It's just. Do you really, know the the songs that are in Charlie Brown Christmas? Uh, not like off Dominic? the top of my head, but I'm sure if so I heard Christmas them. time is here is one of the main ones. Just. Christmas time is here, happiness and cheer. Yeah, okay, I, I know that one. Children I mean, here's the thing with most holiday music. It's not like, it's not like overtly offensive to me in uh-huh. its terribleness. It's not bad. It's not bad music, but I'm sure. just not trying to listen to it. You know what I mean? It's just, uh-huh. it's just kind of, it's like pop to me. It's kind of just like it's there and it pop. exists. You listen to pop though, no? I no, mean, not, not really, mainstream no. pop. I, you don't listen to mainstream pop, but you listen to indie pop, no? Um, yeah, I, I guess I listen to some indie pop, but I guess when I say pop, what I mean is more like radio friendly pop music. Like to me, top it's 40 not hits. like top 40 hits kind of thing. It's like okay. not offensively bad or anything. It's just not S- what I'm into. Some of that is offensively bad to me, though. Some of it. Yeah. Okay. Music, so it, do you yeah. dislike, would you say you dislike strongly, um, <laughs> Mariah Carey's, uh, you know, uh, uh, all I want for all Christmas. I want for Christmas. Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, I yeah. can only assume. All yes. I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, see, that you sounds know, terrible to me. Yeah, you know not your crazy? voices. Your voices are just silky beautifulness. Oh but, well, yeah. we're, we were so, yeah. singing it in a in a sort of manner uh, <laughs> just now in a silky manner. In a, yeah, yeah. No, uh, but but she goes like, "This is is you." I actually I like that song I like, though. You know what's crazy? Our dad, who mainly only likes jazz music, no, and, that's and not Latin, true. He likes sausages, which is also. Sausages. Sausages. Yeah, sausages. He loves sausages. Oh, I thought he said salsa jizz. <laughs> oh yeah, he loves jizz all over his salsa. But he likes he, to get a well, pile of salsa. Like, it's actually more like just. It's actually more like jizz that has salsa infused in mm. it. I was thinking more mm. of like you got blood <laughs> blood in your jizz basically, and it's not it's Ooh, unhealthy. Right. Boy, that's well, that's actually go to the doctor. Uh, inflammation of the prostate actually is what that is. Um, maybe. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, hey, for the Christmas for the Christmas season, yeah, hey, red. red, red, red and red white, jizz. you know, red and white, red and white. Red and white. Yeah. There you red go. That's it. That's why it's, it's like a candy sausage, cane. It's like a candy some cane. Some sausages for for a perfect for, stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. You know, S- specific. Yeah, stocking, stocking stuffer. Because oh, yeah. that's you know, people use a sock sometimes. That's kind of. I always thought that it's was like gross, red hot actually. chili peppers, you know. <laughs> they wear socks on their penises. Well, it's not just that, but like you've heard of people using when they. You know, masturbate using a sock. A sock. It's a traditional instrument into. in the use yeah, of traditional master, masturbatory. I, I was saying, why don't you just use tissue? It's just so weird to me that you have a sock. Well, anyway, I will say just ever so briefly. I mean, a tissue can really just sort of dissolve. <laughs> the second that the jizz hits the tissue, it can really just dissolve and right, a sock. Just, 
Now that's like a real, it's saying dissolving. It's not going anywhere, but I don't use a it's, sock either. I'm just saying if one were to. Okay. Well, okay. Hey, <laughs> wait, now. rags are really on. the way to go. Rags are really the way to go. I mean, rags. I'm just throwing it out there <laughs> from rags to riches, from, from rags, rags to, to riches. riches. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right. It's a rag first, and when you come on it, it becomes your oh, riches. Right. It riches. becomes your riches. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Um, Anyways. So anyway, uh, what were we saying? Oh, Christmas uh, music. So okay, Mariah Carey. All right for Christmas. Our dad, he mainly only likes jazz and Latin music, but he, this is like a mainstream pop Christmas song that came out in the nineties. He likes that song. Is that crazy? I don't understand that. It's so weird how his mind works that he likes that song. I know I like that song, but I like a lot of different kinds of music. Mm -hmm. But it's so strange that he would like that song out of all things, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. But hey. Right, right, right. Uh, Now, what do you think of songs like Wham's uh, Last Christmas? Yeah. Maybe I'm not familiar. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> the very next day, you gave it away, gave it away. Next year, to save me from tears, I gave it to someone special. You know, special. You know I don't really know this song. I mean, I kind of know it. It does sound somewhat familiar. So, I mean, I guess just, that's okay. That It's kind of an 80s vibe, right, so that song? It is. Yeah, it was the very much I, an 80s The reason vibe. I brought these two up is because... These are songs that are played during the holiday season where I can understand people not liking those songs because they are oh. cheesy. They are a bit cheesy, those songs, no doubt about it. Um, and so for me, they're, they are a bit of a guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. But now there's I holiday guess you songs. you kind of embrace the cheesiness when it comes. But there's holiday songs that are just cl- so classic sounding like, you know, White Christmas or just, ch- uh, you know, uh, the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on Open Fire, Nat King Cole's version. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's classic and or what about just Jingle Bells, you know, the most standard of standards? Well, sure. I mean, it's not it's my favorite, like, it's but like it's good. whatever. It's not it's my just favorite, like, get I it like. out of here. I've heard it a million times, you know what I mean? Well, that's, that's probably why I think of it's kind of whatever, cause, or that it's not my favorite, it's fine, because you do hear that. That's probably the most ubiquitous one, I feel like, well, But Jingle I also Bells. think that's probably the most popular Christmas song of all time. Maybe. Not true, actually, though. You know why? Here's a trivia question, uh, Dominic. I'm not sure if you know the answer, but you know what the highest selling single of all time is? Thriller. No, uh, well, no, single. Uh, well, well, that, that is an out as a single, single too. But no, it's I actually White Christmas. The song Bing White Crosby's Bing White Crosby's. Crosby's. I probably White should Christmas. have assumed it was Christmas related, considering the content of this yeah. episode. It's perennial for do one. You, do, so. do you know? Do you know White Christmas? The song White Christmas. Is it? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, you know it. You yeah, know yeah it. I guess I yeah. do. Yeah. Personally, I, I guess it's all just the... up here. Here's the thing: I worked at a coffee shop, and like Christmas music was being played all the time. Yeah. And it's like during the holidays, not during the holidays. Yeah. If it was all year long, I can understand why you wouldn't like it. No. But even for a month, it's just it can be a lot to handle hearing uh-huh. Christmas uh-huh. music every day. For a month straight, you know, there's just I get that. yeah, I get, that. I, I get that. Here's the thing. No, I get, I totally get there that. There's a difference songs that you get get worn out on you. You get worn <laughs> out on it. It's like, it's like going to like for instance, you get worn out of just listening to music when you go to a music festival because I don't even, I don't even like going to music festivals. You, it's just so much music and you just feel like exhausted after that, you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, okay, I well, guess. Personally, I, I'm not into it totally. You know, that's I, not I like why just going I don't. That's not why I don't like music festivals, but. Well, 
And you have to walk around often. I just, I don't know. It's, That's the main thing is you have to walk. It's well, like, it depends. The you know, sound is never as good festival. as you want it to be. But <laughs> I will say, I the I saw some, I snuck into Outside Lands All right, three Nikki, years, to, and I saw talking. some of the best things I've ever seen at uh, in music in general. I saw Paul McCartney at Outside Lands, which is a music festival. I saw Stevie Wonder. I saw Elton John. Um, and I snuck into all of those, so that was cool. Okay. Free in show. any event, uh, well, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I guess the thing is, I understand maybe you have, uh, maybe you've, now let me ask you actually this. Uh-huh. Have you always not sought out Christmas music, or is it because you worked at, or is it because maybe you start, did you at a certain point decide, you know what, Christmas music's not totally for me, or was it always a, or has it always been a thing like that? Yeah, like Even was it because working in the coffee shop that you started dis or not being totally into it? Like, no. for instance, as a child, did you like Christmas music at all? As a uh, as a Jewish child, did you? As a, <laughs> at Don, least Adam, as a teenager, I did not like. Christmas music and I think that just came from me being a little punk who just hated everything right right and right, so right. obviously Christmas music is going to be a major thing on the list of things that a punk kid should not like and so right. I think like I didn't like it just because it was it represented all of the beautiful good things about <laughs> It was like, it's just too good. Everything is too happy and perfect. By the way, real quick, it's too good. As a a punk kid, as an adolescent, what kind of music did you listen to in general? I mean, I was listening to like Rancid and The Misfits and... um, like I started, I started getting into like some forty some forty one yeah some forty one the offspring I mean I listen <laughs> oh, to some really? shitty oh, music boy. Uh, look yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. good I mean I'm not <laughs> proud of this I'm not proud of this did you actually this. listen to that actually truthfully did you listen to some forty one and and yes, like Blink one eighty two I really did oh my god I'm not so happy about somehow this. <laughs> that that didn't come across as cheesy to you yet Christmas music did. <laughs> Weird and wild stuff that I cannot yeah. get behind. Well, like, you know, I, I was re- I was recently watching. What did what, 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 oh, you say? Sorry. I mean, you know, it's just what like it the content. It's like the content of it. You know, it's sure, like okay. that they're that they're just like angry or whatever, and you connect with that when you're an angry little kid. You know. Oh man, I, I was I was watching a music video of The Offspring not too long ago. <laughs> And I just, I can't even watch it. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> it's because really bad. He has these, like, he has his braids that he has oh, on. And I'm just like, oh, God, I can't oh. even do this. All of his so, It reminds so me of the mid-90s. It reminds me of the mid-90s so much. I'm like, this is why the 90s are just, a lot of it, it's really bad, I have it's to pretty say. pretty bad. But when you I mean, there's a lot of good it. stuff, too, in the 90s, I will say. But there's a lot of bad stuff, for sure. Oh, yeah. What about this, though? Um Especially the uh, especially the mid to late nineties. What is that? I don't want to lose my mind. I don't know that. Oh, that's Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason I know it is because it's in Guitar Hero, and it's hilarious playing along to that song. But yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. But at the time, I liked it. But anyways, back to Christmas music, like, I just, <laughs> I didn't, I just, it represented, it was just like, everything was too perfect. And it was sure, like, sure. La, 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 la. It just, like, seems so, I don't know, yeah, I, overly you, so happy. So you, did, you didn't like, like, 
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It just is like a cheesy. To me, it's just cheesy. Everywhere you go. So much sure. Christmas music is just cheesy. And then, I mean, I will say, I guess over the years, I can, I can at least see. I know why people like it, and right. it's fine. It's like it's not. Right. It doesn't harm me to listen to it. But I would just never. I would never like sit down and choose to listen to Christmas music though I guess I very recently did because I listened to your brother's Christmas album which is very oh, good yeah, what do you what'd think, you think that? about that it's good you know it's good it, so- it's cool. it sounds like it sounds nice because it's just piano I think it's just pi- I think that's part of it is to me it's like the instruments and the arrangements that are being used in Christmas music is uh-huh. just everything that is so bright and cheery and happy and uh, perfect right. interesting. and it just like creates this just oh it it all just sounds so happy that it's like I can't even take it seriously because it's there's nothing in it that feels like a genuine human expression because it 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 should be a little more complex little, than it's that. Excessive. So maybe, it's maybe, excessive. Maybe it's not that you dislike or are not that into Christmas music, but you're just, just not into like Christmas. Happiness. You're not. No, into, you're not <laughs> yeah, no, no, basically. No. Well, you're just not that into. Uh, uh, Christmas recordings. Yes, Christmas be, be, recordings and the sounds and the instruments that because, they choose to use. Because if, say, if you were to um, hear somebody play just piano live Christmas music, mm-hmm. you might be into that because you're not, it, it's not really about the production or the, the recording or the instrumentation. It's because it's just piano. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, unless you hated the piano for some God off. No, reason. see the piano to me is a very versatile instrument. I mean, it can really sure, it can yeah. sound like any it can sound sad or happy or can sound like anything. And sure, so like, yeah. yeah, the basis of these songs is yes, they have good melodies and I like some uh, of the melodies quite a lot and then sure. others I think are just fine. Most right. most of them are not bad melodies at all. Like they're right, obviously right. well written, they're well constructed songs. Sure. But the thing is is it's just like uh it's I think usually in the arrangement or yeah. just the cheesy vocal performance. Sure, I got that you. I, get I just can't get behind that. Yeah, it's interesting because you did point out my favorite things as one of your one one that you do like, which is, I mean, I understand why one would like it, but that is kind of uh, very cheery. That song. Well, it Although actually there has a, part, a, a sort of a dark, weird, element. ominous kind yes. of flavor. At, to at it, one point, actually. it's a, when the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling uh, sad. sad. Uh-huh. I simply remember my favorite and things, fact, and it, then I don't feel so bad. And it's which very, is like very com- oh it is God. complex, actually. It's complex. I will give you that. It is. It is actually expressing that there's more emotion than just cheer. Actually, right. you know. Honestly, I, that, I feel, that song to me, you, it's like you could play it in a horror movie, and it could work. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, check this out. But you could play any Christmas song in, in a horror movie, and that might. And that I don't know. Work, I think that song really has a sort of strangeness to it. Listen that, to the lyrics, though. They're very good. Um, yeah. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Ooh, Bright copper that. kettles with warm woolen mittens. Mm. Brown paper packages tied up with string. These, These are, are a few of my, my favorite, favorite things. things. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I mean, that's just the first verse. That's and great. And that's just describing great. things. Just it's not even saying why they're your favorite. It's just saying, it's just <laughs> describing them. I mean, what, this a, is what weird. great lyrics. I, that, it's true. That, the lyrics are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Joanna Newsom wrote those goddamn lyrics. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, I think she, her, if she wrote Christmas lyrics, they might be a little bit more <laughs> uh, like 
less specific ambiguous. and ambiguous, and you wouldn't quite understand what she's saying, maybe. <laughs> I know that. Um, I guess but, I'm not. But you could interpret it in such a way that would be cool. Just you know? the wordplay, I guess. The like, wordplay. I will say this, though. Man, I was listening to Monkey and Bear uh, again recently. I just listened to East all the way through like two I days mean, ago. <laughs> the lyrics to Monkey and Bear, just the wordplay in that is so genius. It's just uh-huh. like... Oh my God! I mean, she's truly gifted, is she not? Yeah, I love that line. Oh God! I mean, this this could just become a whole other topic, but I'll keep it trying to keep it brief with Joanna Newsom's. But uh, I love the line in that song where she says something about how the legs toppled off like boiled tomatoes or something like that. Wow, that interesting. S- she mentions like boiled tomatoes, and that's such like an interesting, like in the front legs of the bear. Like boiled tomatoes. I know there's something like there's a line in there. I love it. It's oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? It's crazy because real quick on that album, one of my favorite albums of all time. Me first too. Of all. Me too. But if not my that, favorite, that album really wow. That album, every single song on that album has at one point been my favorite song off that album. Oh like, yeah. That's how good of an album it is. Where my favorite song on that album changes constantly mm-hmm. like and it's always it's it's all of them have at one point been been a favorite my favorite song on the album that's totally how good it is so good they're but all I my favorite things they're all my favorite things i think <laughs> right now uh probably monkey and bear or only skin are my favorite but hey you know i don't know mm-hmm. um, well Okay, but in, that, in uh, any event, enough of uh, of that. I will say though that that <laughs> I did receive I received that album for Christmas in two thousand six. Okay, so there you go. There you go. Now, uh, you were talking about the instrumentation and the arrangements mm-hmm. used in recordings of Christmas songs, but for a, for me, a big part of it. Yes, listening to the radio and listening to the music, uh, you know, the, the recordings of it is fun for me personally. But a big part of it for me is when I go, when we do go home, we like to gather around or, you know, me, Nikki and our older brother like to just go through the songbook and play it ourselves. And that's just singing at the piano. And I think that's a lot of fun for me. That's why I enjoy Christmas songs a lot, actually, because of that reason. Sure, yeah. And it's just sort of a togetherness for one. And also, two, I guess in a traditional sense, the first Christmas songs were people caroling, I guess, you know, and that to me is, there's no, you know, the only production of that is just live, you know, there's no, uh, I mean, there's an arrangement and stuff, but there's no necess- there's no recording behind that, obviously. And mm-hmm. um, It's actually interesting, Max. So I would think that maybe, let me ask you, if you saw that happen in caroling, like people going out and caroling, <laughs> would you find that cheesy? I would never take part in a caroling adventure myself. Really? Wow. Interesting. Um, Why I don't that? mind that other people do it. I mean, to each his own, you know, do what brings you the merry spirit of, of but do winter. You not find that, do you not find that charming or something at all? Like people caroling out in the snow or something? It's just not for me. I don't know. Uh, it's, I don't know. I just don't connect with that as much. You don't, well, ask, you don't you seem think- to find it like... You know, even if it's a man-made thing in a way, this time of the year where people get together, I think in a way it's good because, you know, it, it because sometimes people won't get together with their their loved ones otherwise, and so it's good to have this one time of the year where e- even if you're sort of forced to get together, 
it, if you do love them, it, it kind of, it's like, okay, I'm definitely going to get together with my family right, this like, time of the okay, year. Yeah, and this so, is the time of the year we'll go so, across and, the country. And you know, we're, we're talking about music specifically. And so in that sense, I think Christmas caroling, that the fact that people are together, you know, just singing to Doing others. Something. It's bringing, I feel like it... Trying it bring, to bring joy to bring, others, It you brings know? joy to others. Mm-hmm. It brings people together. And that's what I like about Christmas caroling, which is Christmas music. And yeah, there you go. What do you think about that? I just don't know if I like being sung to by a group of people in such a way. Like opening oh. my door and a group of people just like start singing to me i'm gonna be like this sounds great guys but i'm gonna just go ahead and close the door now you're a scrooge you <laughs> i a kind scrooge. of am a scrooge i scrooge guess mcduck over here but scrooge here's the McDuck. thing i mean i love other aspects about the christmas I, I i like the idea of getting together with your family i i sure. really like giving presents personally yeah um, i actually that's interesting you say that but go on yeah so i mean there's parts of christmas i enjoy it's not like it's not like the holiday season is, uh, I it's a total bust for me or anything, but with music in particular, it's just not. I'm not trying to go out of my way to to hear it. You know what I mean? And right, 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 right. right. I mean, I don't know if a group of people just started walking up to me and singing. I'd be like, are you guys looking for money or something? Is this what this is about? Well, you <laughs> like, know, what's going on when there? we were in high school, um, me and Max and some friends, we actually went around just on a whim to different classrooms, and we caroled. We did? I yeah, I don't know. Maybe you weren't involved. <laughs> we did it to a couple classes, uh-huh. and it was like, I don't know what we were thinking. We were like, oh, let's do this. This will be kind of funny in a way that we're going up to different classrooms and caroling mm-hmm. but and but nobody's like it's such a, it was such an odd thing i think maybe we kind of did it in an ironic way now that i'm thinking about it but that said i do like the idea of just caroling well i was in uh when i went to and they know they aren't expecting anything in return except hopefully maybe seeing a smile on your face right now do you well, think that this whole thing perhaps connects with your guys's what I would say connection to your childhood. Cause I mean, for me, like I just didn't grow up with Christmas music being a big part of, it's not like my parents were really playing it around the house or anything. Right. And it's right. not like I have traditions in my family of like, Oh, we all get together. Like you guys were saying, get well, together it's not like it, it's kind of, it was, that's kind of a little bit more of a recent tradition. I mean, we did get, we did, we don't all gather well, no, around. That's not true, Max. Well, there was let, one year, there let, was one year, let me just real quick. There was one year. You've been doing a lot of, let me just. When I was in uh, seventh grade, our older brother Brent and me, it was April and I was working on a project and Brent started playing Christmas music on the piano and me and him just went through the whole songbook and we just started singing Christmas songs in April for some reason. It was really fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it is kind of a tradition, I suppose, but not, it wasn't like when we were little kids, actually. I don't remember Mm. uh, necessarily going sitting around and and us playing through songs well, and stuff like that. Well, I will say our dad did, you know, on Christmas, he would always put on some Christmas music on the record player, you know? I mean, that was a thing that did he, he would do. Did he do that? Yeah, he did on Christmas Day. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it it is so ubiquitous. It's hard to, you can't avoid it during Christmas time. You know, you're going to hear it somewhere. But... So it's not I'd like sentimental like, value. You, uh, let me ask it's you not this, necessarily, though, well, Hold on, oh, let's finish this topic. I, I guess... Part of it is sentimental in that I guess when we were 
definitely when we were teenagers, for sure, I do remember like just the three brothers would try and go through the, the song book and try and go through some songs and stuff like that. And I feel like we've kind of done that more or less every year, you know, as a kind of a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me ask you this, Dominic, though. Do you like love songs? I'm sure you like some love songs, right? Sure. I mean, so many songs are love songs, so I'm so many sure songs, there's some. I would say, I actually, the majority of songs are love are songs, love songs actually, right? Yeah. Or um, heartbreak songs, you know? So how do you feel... So this is my problem with when people say they actually hate Christmas music, is that they're... they're um, yeah, singling out a whole genre of um, of music that where there is a lot of different styles in of Christmas music. I mean, there's, it, I mean, it, obviously there's certain tropes in the the production of recordings, but if you actually look at just the Christmas music, there's there's so many different kinds of songs. It's like as if they're saying they don't like love songs, which is to me, it's it's like saying they don't like a song because of the topic. Mm-hmm. You know, which is weird to me. You know, well, as as Dominic pointed out, though, for instance, when he was working at a coffee shop, they would only play Christmas music. So uh, there's no other time during the year where there's going to be a, a like a genre of music. They're just specifically playing that. Well, I guess Valentine's well, okay. Day. <laughs> I guess it's okay. What about this though? Songs, right? What about this though? <laughs> But they don't um, really on Valentine's Day. It's no, like they don't. Really... But yeah, you're right. So like Christmas is the only time where you're going to sp- hear specific sounding songs, actually. Now, do you like Hanukkah music? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not I joking, but I'm kind of joking in a way. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made you out of the clay, hey? <laughs> or, you know, oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party. We'll all dance the horror. Gather, Gather around the, the table. <laughs> we'll give you a treat. Actually, you might like I that, that one. song. I don't know that one. Dominic, oh, you would actually like that because that also has a sort of a, a darker tone to it, but it's also like festive though. I feel like a lot of traditional Christmas, a lot of traditional holiday songs had had a sort of a darkness to it, or at least what we think of as darkness, based on the way we perceive darkness, like darkness in music nowadays. I guess, mm-hmm. uh, like we often think minor sounding chords and stuff like that mm-hmm. have this dark quality, which wasn't necessarily a true thing back in the day. You know, it just gave it a different quality, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, Dominic... Uh, but it's just a very festive song. Anyway. Let me ask you this, because you said you were in a coffee shop, you <laughs> heard Christmas music all the time, and it caused you to really dislike a lot of it. Now, you are in a band, and you hear the songs that you play in the band all the time, uh, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, and... But it's... I, I will say... Sorry, go on. No, no, I, you finish, actually, you finish. I, I will say, you know, we're in a band too, and there are certain songs that I do get sick of playing sometimes, and we won't play them for a while um, because I feel like we've played it out so much. But um, this is not to say I don't like the song. It's just that, you know, you get tired of playing it. Mm-hmm. Is that the same? I mean, maybe that's the same feeling you felt with Christmas music. I mean, do you ever feel that way with Fox Does Brigade at all? Well, see, I mean, it's a huge difference in my head because it's not like the coffee shop experience was... Uh, <laughs> you guys don't play in coffee shops? No, I'm <laughs> No, I just mean, like, even before I worked at a coffee shop, I wasn't really into Christmas music. Right, right, so it's right. not like 
working at a coffee shop ruined Christmas music for me or anything. It's not like the overabundance of it is necessarily a reason I, I don't like it, though I do uh-huh. think it, maybe it's a contributing factor, but I think there's sure. other things going on there. With Fox Hills Brigade, I mean, yes, it's oversaturated to me personally because I play these songs all the time. I play them in practice. Obviously, I play them in shows. Um, but, but, it's but the not, difference but is, is that the difference that's not is being I enjoy forced this music. You. Like, I right. love these songs, and so... To play and them also, is fun for me. Max, 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 oh, yeah. And also, plus you're like, you're honing in on them. It is part of you too. So you're putting yourself into these sure. songs and you're trying right. to like, right. you are part of the creation of these songs. So I mean, yeah. there's an yeah. invest, a okay. personal investment. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, uh, and not, not hypothetically, but actually speaking, um, you know, Fox Tells Brigade does have some Christmas songs. Like, I'm not yeah. really in the Christmas mid this year, or uh-huh. Winter's Feet, uh-huh. or um, or uh, um, or the Diamonds. Are, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, there's nothing left for me. What's it called again? You know, oh. there's nothing left. I don't know if you ever play that live. Oh, we but, never really play that one uh, live. But we but, do. And, and, we do sometimes play Winter's Feet. Really, only around Christmas. And so, do you? You but you play that in a band. Do you enjoy playing that? I mean, song. Yeah, I can find. That's like. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm weird. Just playing, it's weird to be I'm saying playing that, like a, a a lawyer here, right? Right. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that song is I like submit. not one of my favorite songs of Fox Brigade. It's not like <laughs> I know. Oh God, she would hate to hear that. But I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't really no, care. But hey, the, the point I, is, is like, it's not like I don't like that song either. But it's just it's not like that is a song that I really look forward to playing, but it's a song that I can find the drum beat enjoyable to play, you know, but mm-hmm. that isn't like one of my favorite songs. That's not the kind of music that I kind of see Fox Hills Brigade as. And plus well, we, ba- not, we barely even, yeah. pl- we barely even play that song anymore. Well, it's interesting you say that. I mean, because it, it's actually my, not my favorite Fox Hills Brigade what? song either. Winter's Feet. Oh. Yet I do think it is very Foxtails Brigade sounding, at least old Foxtails Brigade. I don't know what direction yeah. the, the band is headed now. I mean, you know, it's, it seems to be evolving into something entirely different now. Sure, but, yeah. But uh, the other song that you mentioned, I'm not really in the Christmas mood this year, that is much preferable to me because even though I don't even play on it, uh, it's it's the song itself, the melody is just more my thing. I mean, it just is. I don't know. There's, I just, it is very, it's very good. It's interesting because that seems to be a real classic sounding Christmas standard type of song, you know, like, like, I'm, uh, you know, chestnuts resting on an open fire or Mm -hmm. something like that, where like a song that you should be hearing or an I'll be home for Christmas. type of thing. You should be hearing this song on the radio. But there's such a deep sadness to the, to not only the lyrics, I mean, yes, the lyrics are sad, but the melody itself feels sad to me. And there's uh, there's something in the melody that wraps me specifically into it. You know, uh-huh. it feels like emotional or something or, you know, there's it's, there's there just feels like there's more depth there than just like, let's talk about Christmas and all the things that we like about the winter season. And I like candy canes and chestnuts and I like fires. And it's like, okay, like what is, why are we talking about this? Like what is the, it doesn't feel uh, like there's right. much depth to a lot of Christmas music. Sure. For me personally. Sure. But 
With well, there said, can be. It must have been the mistletoe. Check it out. Yeah, very well, good. I'll, be home, I'll be home for Christmas is a lot of depth, actually. Oh, very sad. But also, uh-huh. here's another thing, though. Um, you could say that about a lot of, um, like, oldies tunes. There's not very much depth to the I mean, there's just not and that much depth. I don't depth. know how you feel about oldies music in general. Um, we love it. But mm-hmm. um, like early Beatles, for instance, I what mean, do you think? Just what listen do you to think their lyrics. General? It's really just "I love you, I love you," yeah. blah blah blah. I want to hold your hand, you know. But they're yeah. catchy and like they're just about having fun, really, you know. I mean, what do you think about that? Do you like that kind of music? Uh, you know, I like the Beatles. <laughs> God, this is gonna Whoa, make me sound like such a. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I like the Beatles, but I also don't really find myself choosing to listen to them that much. Have you ever decided to try? Yeah. Or yeah. Like I chose to listen to them. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, like Abbey road is certainly an album that I, for a period of time was like throwing on and really enjoyed. And, um, but it, there's not, well, that's an example of when they were more complex. And, yeah, where yeah. their lyrics were. Oh, definitely the side yeah. the side of Beatles that I enjoyed more was when they got a little we- weirder in a sense. But you, you know, know, I was on the train today and I was thinking it's and I know this has been said many times, but it's so crazy that they started getting weirder within a span of just like two years, yeah. basically. Um, it, it's just crazy how much they evolved in, in just a couple of years, but go I on. I think it's probably just reaction to popularity and everything, you know I mean? Almost sure. like well, a resistance I think they were just it. trying to explore, they were so, well, yeah, they just wanted to explore more. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, anyway, would, I that's mean, beside the point, but you, interesting, you don't, the Beatles is not one of your favorite bands, though. I wouldn't say they're one of my favorite bands. I feel like that would be very ingenuine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? but I, I, uh, are they one of the most important bands of history? Absolutely, without a doubt. If not, if not Certainly. the most important band, yeah. If not well, the most, let me important. ask you, without what do you, a doubt, do you like rock and roll? <laughs> um, what would you say that would entail? Like fifties? I mean, like the of beginnings rock of rock and roll, like like Chuck Berry, like Chuck Berry yeah. or Elvis and stuff like yes, that. Yes, I, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Because some of that stuff is, you know, not lyrically, not, well, I guess there is, I mean, you can find some depth to it, but it's not, you know, there's an aggressiveness. Ostensibly, it's not like, there is a certain aggressiveness. Listeners, by the way, just so you know, Max and I are huge, huge Beatles fans. (laughs) They are, the Beatles are our favorite band of Uh all time. That's for darn sure. (laughs) Right. Um, That that is for darn sure. That's for darn sure. So for me, like those, because a lot of the early Beatles actually were covers of those songs, actually, of those uh-huh. of rock and roll. I mean, that's what it is. Actually, early Beatles is straight up rock and roll, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I liked, I'm not sure if I like the later Beatles or the early, I think it's all great. But I don't like, I don't prefer great. one but to the, before, I don't prefer one to the other. When I was in college, I was like getting more into the earlier stuff. And I was like, no, this is, I kind of liked that more at that time because it's like, no, this is like real rock and roll. Like, this is what, this is what the punks were talking about when they were like, oh, see what rock has become. It's been overproduced now. And the punks were like, this is what rock is about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I understood that, you know. Not, but I wasn't ever really totally into punk music, though. I, I like it, I guess. But, but I understood that, that, that gospel, like, like we should get back to the roots, like simple chord changes and just... Right, I mean, the Ramones were basically just, like, sped up 
you know, more traditional rock and roll kind of stuff. I mean, it's right. just, it's right. just like exactly. faster Elvis, basically. You know? sure, right, yeah. but a lot of his, you know, if you with, listen with to the, voices that aren't quite, I mean, uh, this is obviously subjective, but with a vo- with vocals that aren't as good as Elvis. Well, that's yeah. subjective. I think well, I think that's actually, part fair. Of, I think that's super fair. I mean, and I don't think they're even trying for anything other than exactly it's all about the saying, raw kind of thing, you know? Right. Well, also like, you know, part of the whole punk movement was that anyone could do it. That was the whole point. But we're know. veering a, quite right, off topic. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking <laughs> of which, really Elvis's topic. Blue Christmas, what do you think of that song? Ooh, that's a good one. Blue Christmas? I don't know if I know it. <laughs> it was a blue <laughs> Christmas. I'm enjoying this podcast as just being me Sarah. saying I don't know these songs and then you guys just singing them to me. <laughs> well, part of, part of it is like, I wanted to name some of our favorite ones, you know, yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas Darling by The Carpenters. That's a really good one uh-huh. too. Well, anyway, yeah, the, point was, would, the point I'm trying to make is um, there may not be that a, a whole lot of emotional depth, even though they are being, I guess there's a certain aggressiveness in rock and roll, but some of it is actually very simple. Like, uh, even like you know, Buddy Holly. Some well, of his Max, songs. Are, we're still talking about this. Yeah, I just wanted to get at the point was just because something doesn't necessarily have a a huge emotional depth doesn't necessarily make it like. Sometimes not, the emotional depth is about having a good time or being happy. Right. Exactly. It, it might just, be just, just that. You know? Emotional depth, Max. You better plug in your battery. Oh snap! Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Just because um, something isn't sad or dark doesn't mean it doesn't have emotional depth. That's not what I I was saying. He he didn't say that either. I think he was saying that it's all just, hey, let's name the things in Christmas. Sure. It's just just about cheer, I guess. Um, But I think it just have to be But I think like a lot of those songs, for instance, in Early Days of Rock and Roll, Roll, where it really was just, let's have, you know, let's have fun kind of a thing. And let's just talk about, actually, let me ask you, do you like the beach boys? Yes, but definitely pet sounds the most. Well, but I still, obviously, but I still enjoy, I still enjoy like just the more, uh, surface level kind of stuff. That just sure. Right. So that is very much beach or let's whatever. go uh, to the beach and watch girls and like, surf, right. Yeah, you know? but yeah. Pet sounds. Yeah. Arguably, maybe the greatest pop album of all yeah. time. Who, I mean, maybe. I don't want it to. I don't want it to sound like I only like music that has some sort of depth or darkness to it. Well, I no, certainly you like. You don't have to say darkness, but de- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, or even just depth. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely appreciate just simple, sure, just nice sounding things. But I don't know. I mean, it's just Christmas music sure. doesn't often do that for me because it's I guess it's just a hard hill for me to get over well I guess it, I kind of understand yeah. in a way because a lot of it is like that whereas well, there's not as much variance like there, some song so I suppose maybe you would like it more if some songs could be you know just about cheery but some songs had a little more depth but it seems like a lot of them are just no, about well, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to like change Christmas music I think it is yeah. what it is, and that's what it is. No, no, it's I know, just, I know, but I'm saying I can understand Max, your yeah, point. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't. Uh, but I, I don't. Mean, ag- I don't agree I don't necessarily <laughs> with that. A lot of it is like that, though. I think, sure, there are some things that. I mean, they're all about different things. I mean, there's some songs, even the Christmas song "Chestnuts Roasting on Open Fire," that is just naming off things, but it is about the delivery that 
of the performer that makes it so kind of heartfelt and maybe more has more depth. Like, you know, chestnuts rusting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose, Yuletide Carol being sung by a choir. I mean, it's the the lyrics are very well written, but it, it's it's it is also like the way the singer delivers it. That might it, I, what I'm trying to say is it might not just be the song or even the lyrics, but rather the way the artist chooses to deliver the song and actually that, may, may, that makes you think uh, that you don't like it as much. Right, and actually the, so- the, it, the lyrics reflect on these things that he's saying. He says, although it's been said many times, many ways, <laughs> he's also reflecting on the fact that this is done all the time and he's even like sure, saying all these things. It's a very good song. Still, nevertheless, Merry Christmas to you, you know? That's <laughs> nevertheless, you know? But, I mean, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I even like Paul McCartney's, uh, uh, you know, s- Christmas song, um, Simply, Simply Having, having a Wonderful Christmas time. time. I think it's better than the John Lennon Christmas song. Oh, I'm not too I'm into, not too the John into Lennon that Christmas. one, actually, uh-huh. to be honest. Um, but, uh, you know, so actually... Merry Christmas. <laughs> now I'm kind of thinking about it, too. It's like, even really sad songs can sometimes hit me the wrong way, where I think I just don't like to feel like a song is trying to get an emotion out of me. And right. I sometimes feel like these Christmas songs... They're trying to pull the emotion of pure happiness and good out of me that it, because I know that they're trying to make that happen for me, it's like, I just instinctually resist it. And I'm like, Uh I'm not Uh gonna, I'm not gonna just be happy because you made a happy song kind of thing. It's kind of, you can, you can equate it to, um, maybe, uh, a movie overusing music absolutely to tell you how to, to tell you how to feel very right. similar scene. thing it's like right. everything in it not all christmas songs of course but my idea of your standard christmas song is everything in it is all just working towards this like be happy and cheery and and your life is great kind of thing sure like yeah, everything uh-huh. is just it's meant to make you feel cheerful and sure. because it's just everything is doing that, it's like too much for me. Sure, <laughs> there's sure. just not. I, I don't hear anything other than that, you know. And and then that, it's yeah, yeah. it's like you said, it's like a movie that uses. It's like a a really sad scene. It's like, do we really need there also to be sad music on right. top of that? Like, right. Even though the music can much, be it's good, like a, it's just trying. It's too interesting much. how like you can look at a movie and that seems totally cheesy because and you don't some people might not know why it's cheesy but often it is the overuse of music and if you actually take the music out and look at the scene and imagine how the scene would play out without the music it might actually be really good Mm -hmm. and the acting might be really good but it's so masked by mother, the, mother, for one, they removed whoa, the score. Okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I you guys still haven't seen it? Don't, 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 oh my god! Don't, don't, don't say anything about it. I, I haven't had time to go out to the movies. I really want to see it's the on, disaster. It just came out. It just came out on uh, DVD like two days ago. Now, here's the thing, though. Uh, actually, a good example of what Nikki just said is there. I know this sounds ridiculous, but there's a few scenes in Full House that John Stamos <laughs> has some of these really powerful emotional scenes with Michelle Tanner, um, a.k.a. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, but they're made cheesy because they play this music over it, but it, we kind of realize, wow, they're actually, John Stamos is a really good actor in some of these scenes, and they're really sad, but 
the music makes it cheesy and it's other it's too bad you know yeah it's but, too bad it was produced that way right um anyway or directed that way actually right, right. um it, it's real quick on that and we've had a whole episode about overuse of music before but right um you know uh, what do you call it what's his name um Oh yes. yeah, sorry. Our older brother recently saw the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie um, mm-hmm. with with Daniel Day Lewis, mm-hmm. and he said that. Well, actually, I don't want to tell. I don't want to say what he we thought. Yeah, but, why are we even talk about this? Apparently, there's a lot of music playing during it. Uh-huh. You'll see, <laughs> okay. though. We're gonna cut that out. What you just said. Well, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> it just seems like not necessary. Actually. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, we're getting to that end of the episode. Uh-huh. Any final thoughts? Um, overall, my th- th- my thought is that people who say they don't like Christmas music, I think maybe you're just not listening to the right songs. You know, I think you shouldn't discount the whole genre. I can see, as Dominic pointed out, that there are certain songs that are trying to ch- tell you to feel a certain way, and I can understand not liking those songs. But maybe bring it down to its roots. What is the actual song like? And maybe you actually like the song and perhaps dislike just the recordings that you've heard. Um, and maybe there are recordings of these Christmas songs that you might actually enjoy. Well, also, just by, I think, by virtue of it being around Christmas time, they're trying, as you said, they're trying to evoke a certain feeling because it is Chris- because it is the holidays. So, in other words, there's no other time in the, the year where that is kind of a thing, you know? Um, is that your final thought, too? No, that's not my final thought. My final well, thought you just is... interrupted my final thought. Oh, there. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I guess I, that's there. See, that was it. <laughs> well, I guess... Uh, Dominic, what's your final thought on this? No, Max. We should let Dominic <laughs> okay, have the fine. final thought. My final thought here is... I have a brother, uh, too, and it's just it's very amusing. It's really, like, it just it's so brotherly. It's so brotherly. Anyways, uh, uh, continue. Sure, sure, uh, sure, well, sure. my final thought is I agree with Nikki... Um, and I understand somebody thinking certain Christmas songs are cheesy in their production and even maybe lyrically that the, because oftentimes maybe over excessiveness leads to cheesiness, I guess, oftentimes. Um, but with that said, I, I Still guess like even the anyway. cheesy stuff, I, I embrace it because <laughs> I don't hear that any other time of the year. And it does put me in the mood. I'm I just guess, down. Huh? I'm just down. I'm just down. I'm down for it all because, you know, embrace it, you know? I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I like that. I, I guess part of it maybe is a nostalgic thing, too. I guess maybe Don McGee had a point on that. But part of it definitely is the songs. So some of them are definitely straight up very good songs and well-written. And the melodies are great. And even on that level, I think all of, actually most all Christmas songs, the melodies that you hear, the melodies are really darn good, actually. Which is, uh, not most, but a lot of the mainstays are, the melodies are good, and that's why they are mainstays, because the melodies are so catchy. Well, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, but what other ones do you hear that are not mainstays? Well, there's like some of the, the boy band ones that are not very good, you know? I mean, well, actually, even there's that one that's the fireside of Christmas. That's not a boy band at all. <laughs> no, I know, but that, I was thinking it's in the same genre. No, totally different. No, totally but it's different. kind of No, not same. at all. It's like, I'm talking like NSYNC or Oh, that kind of boy band. I was thinking like Boys to Men. No, no, no. We talked I'm, about that no. I'm talking about like 98 Degrees or NSYNC oh, Christmas Oh, yeah. Well, it's really bad. That's but, just yeah, straight up bad, but... <laughs> Anyway, Dominic. I mean, that's a, that's an opinion, you know. Anyway, 
Uh, Max, you, I suppose that's you my said final word. Dominic, Dominic, you what, go. Go. Last, <laughs> last thought. Oh man, I don't know if I should really even be last because I feel like I'm the most indifferent about it. Really, uh, I'll cut you off at one point, but go on. Great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> like, I think. Uh, how do I feel about Christmas music? I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. I don't love it. Let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. Nikki, let him speak. No, I know. No, but no, maybe yeah. this will allow him to expound a little bit. Did anything that we said in this past hour or so ch- change your mind at all or cause you to look differently at Christmas music? <sighs> I mean, certainly some of the songs that you guys are pointing out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that song, it's not so bad. Um, okay. but I think that still pretty much fits within how I feel about Christmas music was just <laughs> sure. like, it is what it is and it's all that it is, you know, it's like, it's just, it's just not really for me. Uh, uh-huh. but I, I uh-huh. like some of it. I like some of it. It's fine. It's like, whatever, just keep on with your cheers and your, and you're just, you're getting your, your snowmen and your whatever's and you're getting out into my lawn and. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit of a Scrooge. That's could that could be Scrooge McDuck. Well, Scrooge, Scrooge You McDuck. know what? You're going to be visited on Christmas Eve by three ghosts. <laughs> we just watched Scrooge for the latest episode. Totally tell me it's all Christmas themed. So the movie, the movie Scrooged. We watched Bill uh, Murray. Yes, yeah, we watched the Bill Murray one. Oh, that's yeah, a fun Murray. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, did you like it? It's. Okay. I guess I'll listen to the. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I agree with you. I think it's okay. My older brother loves that movie, but um, oh really? Oh weird. I think you'll be visited. On Christmas Eve, by three three uh, ghosts mm, of Christmas music of Christmas music, of Christmas oh. music, and oh. they'll each be a different song. Yeah, and each one from ghost, the past, one from the past, <laughs> one, one from, the from the present, and one to show you what Christmas <laughs> music is going to be like in the future. Uh. And um, then you'll probably be able to write that song and get really and, rich. And off that of it. song is going to be written by Freeze <laughs> Pop. And, then at and that, that song is going to be written that, by a band at, called Freeze Pop. And at that point, there's a band called Freeze lo- Pop. At anyway. that point, you're going to love Christmas music <laughs> because you're going to make a bunch of money off of it. Well, so, I don't know if that would change. No, I know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> that would maybe help make him feel more disdain. No, I know. Right, I yeah. Um, anyways, anyway, anyway, I didn't fine, have much final, of a final thought there. I, it's fine. Christmas music is fine. That's my Dominic thought. says. Dominic says it's fine, and Max and, and Nikki will always love will it. Always love it. <laughs> thank you, Dominic, for joining us on this episode of Splitting Hairs. Absolutely, and thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time 